All right. You've been hit by, you've been struck by a smooth ambler. Yeah, I changed it up on you because I have the man, the myth, the legend, Paul Jackson, of smooth ambler, the stiller of contradiction rye, if you remember, and I hope you do. That was the rye bourbon of the year for 2021. Yes, Paul Jackson here in, in introduction. Thank you for tuning in to the Bar is Open podcast. Um, without further delay, Paul, how you doing? Good, good, good. How you doing? Good, thank you. Man, I am so... You know, I've I've met a lot of celebrities. I've met Tyra Banks. I've met uh, a lot of people in the beer and bourbon industry. This is one of the few times I actually started to geek out a little bit. Because I'm a fan. I'm a fan of your work. Either, either an extreme fan or you're plump full of it. One of the two. Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> we also have a friend, Melissa. How you doing? She, she comes in and out of the podcast. I want to introduce, make the introductions now. How you doing? Good, how are you? Okay, she's shy. I don't know why, because she ain't, but she is for the podcast. But we're going to talk, uh, we're going to talk bourbon, and I appreciate it. So thank you for coming up to the bar. Um, this is for the Beer Bourbon Barbecue Festival. This will probably come out the week after. So if you didn't get your tickets, if you didn't come out there, you can go food. I already looked at the website, um, pretty much sold out. So y'all going to come out there. I've been advertising all week about this guy. But this is the brains behind the contradiction arise. So let me ask you a few um, questions. How long you been in the industry? How long you been distilling? Uh, going over eight years now, eight and a half years. Wow. Okay. How did you get into that? Because everybody, yeah. Pure dumb luck. That's the best type of luck. Pure luck. I was getting laid off at a at a at a metal working job. I was a welder. You look like a welder. And I mean that as a, uh, I mean that as both a compliment and an insult at the same time. I just happened to find out there was a distillery ten minutes down the road. Started hanging out there, seeing what was going on. Wow. And they were needing somebody. I started to do that with the podcast, and I was just bored. You know, can't listen to radio anymore, and decided to podcast. Yeah. So you just so you went from welding. You had no experience before. You didn't start. Um, you know, you wasn't like you had like you know family. Uh, you know, moonshiners or something. None like that can legally be spoke of. I guess. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. There ain't no snitching on this podcast. Yeah. So there you go. But um, so, what's your history with distilling? Then, if you just got into it eight years ago, which ain't that long. Well, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you, everybody in that area typically has an idea of, of, of distillation and mashing the grains and everything. But but getting into it from a, from that side of the business was interesting because I didn't know the scope of it really on that you know work going into a distillery. Oh yeah. And just starting out dumping bags of grain and, and going off a recipe and then done that for about a year running the pot steels and, and then we, we purchased a 12 inch column steel and got trained how to run that by one of the best in the business and um and it was kind of they just turned us loose and said let's, let's make some good stuff so wow we tried a lot of different recipes a lot of different things we're seeing some great, some great success with those now. You know, the, the, some of those products are now six and a half years old. Yes, they are. I, um, I, and my little uh, 
band of misfits that I hang out with, um, big fans of Smooth M. It um, really hits the spot. But what do you think? Uh, let's do be a little professional real quick before we get into the nitty gritty. Uh, what would you say is the uh, uh, mission statement per se of Smooth Ambler? Um, I guess my interpretation of the mission statement, there's probably an actual legal one somewhere. Yeah, well, I could but, look it up, but why do that? But ours, you know, was always first and foremost, be upfront, transparent, and honest about what we do. Yeah. Um, and just try to make a good product and be honest about it. Um, Cause that seemed like there was some things missing in the industry for a long time. I kind of agree. I'm a big fan of transparency in uh, marketing. I want to know what I'm drinking, yeah. what it is. I don't care what it is. I want to know what it is. Let me make the choice. And uh, you definitely have done that with your product. Yeah, we've never we've it. never tried to hide any 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 of the fact of sourcing or, or where it's, where we may have sourced something from or what it is. You know, we just if it's good, it's enjoy good. it. Yeah, come on. It's uh, if you did it right, you don't need to hide it. You yeah. know, it's um, corn, rye, water. You know, some type of yeast, some type of, you know, spices or whatever. And you go for it. You yeah. go for it from there. So there you go. Good on you. <clears throat> so let me ask this question. Um, how did you come up with the name? How did they come up with the name of Smooth Amber? What is it? That was, you know, John Little and Tag Gallion were the founders of Smooth Amber. Tag yeah. Gallion uh, wanted that because that was actually the term used for a, a horse that has a smooth gait. You know, they, wow. They, they say a horse is a smooth ambler. I did not know that. Okay, wow. Yeah. It's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, okay, so I, well, I'm assuming these gentlemen are uh, horse people. The uh, tag is, yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, fair yeah. enough. Hey, man, we all got our thing. I'm a bourbon guy, so, you know, we all, you know. We... Both, both can be expensive hobbies. Yes, <laughs> they can be. Oh, don't I know it. Yeah, you know, that's a that's one of those dope charts that just works out. So... You got in there about eight years ago. Um, like you said, dumb love, but you made it your own, definitely. Um, what do you look for? Now, this is a personal question. What do you look for when you uh, come up with a recipe or trying to, you know, or, or, you know, let me make it easier. What do you look for in bourbon? Um, I'm a I'm a rye whiskey guy, so. My brother. We, we This is why we hang out. Yeah, I mean, we, um, when we was making some rye whiskey early in the day, we looked for spice. We looked for that nutmeg. We looked for that, that all spice flavor. We got a plane coming over, so I'm gonna bring the microphone a little closer. You know, when those early days, it was we were trying to find as much local grain as possible, and we, we did find quite a bit. But trying to find those spices in the raw grain itself, and then you know, trying to transfer that through the aging process coming out with a good, good strong rye whiskey. Cool. So you love, you love the rye, you like that spice peppery, which I, is what I look for. Yeah, I like a good spice, yeah. spicy rye. Yeah, man, I tell you. When I met him for the first time, uh, it was in Atlanta. It was at the uh, aforementioned uh, Bear Bourbon Barbecue Festival. And uh, just talking, just seemed like a cool guy. He was sitting, I was sitting at the bar, he just, came up and I was just like yeah I really liked it because I didn't have the cash drum at the time and uh, 
he was like, oh, yeah, I got some of this. And we just started talking, and he was like, yeah, I'm distiller. And, uh, you know, I started, my little heart started, uh, <laughs> you know, fluttering and everything. Because I'm like, oh, my God, this guy knows his bourbon. He made my favorite bourbon of last year. So, thank you. So, when you made Contradiction Right, did you immediately know when you're um, aging this thing? Did you immediately know you had a winner? Or... Uh, it was the, the contradiction route was was funny. There was there was a brain there, you know that was a brain job of several several people, you know, John and, and those guys wanting to wanting to come in with something similar to the contradiction bourbon. Right. Me personally, I was I was kind of against the idea. I, what? As a solid rye guy, I was like, this is ridiculous. Why blend rice? But then I had to stop, take a step back, and, and think about it, and kind of put the same aspect is the contradiction bourbon into is you know if you can take a a collection of good flavors and, and mix them just right you're going to have something really really phenomenal yes you do um and so once you kind of you know look at it not as a straight brow whiskey but as a, as a, a compilation blend. yeah right. a blend then then you realize how good it is yeah. um, it has all those flavors there's nothing overpowering whatsoever about it it's just a nice, smooth, mellow blend of those rye whiskeys. Right, and it just it goes down so smooth. It yeah. goes down so smooth. And for a ride to do that and still have enough kick when you recognize it, that's hard to do. Yeah. So y'all came up with the So you're you're kind of a bottle and bond guy. You kind of want to, you know. Yeah, I like, I, like the, I like the raw, straight rise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, man. Okay. Um, your daddy ain't named Robert by any chance, because my dad is, and we kind of sound like brothers right now. So I mean, it's kind of scary. You never know, small world. Hey, you know, hey, <laughs> Papa was a Rolling Stone. It's a song and a fact. But uh, <laughs> but uh, Melissa, you want to get in here a little bit? Because you seem like you uh, you got something to say about. She that. knows more about the contradiction line than she lets on. Yeah, go ahead. Speak your truth. This is we we encourage women in the industry to drink bourbon, to just enjoy well anything, anything alcohol. This bar is open, so we're drinking anything. So um, um, go ahead. What do you like about the contradiction line? I like the contradiction bourbon much better than I like the contradiction rye. All right, get off this podcast. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no, she's, she's a bourbon. Yeah, like, she's a bourbon gal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you already got um, extra points for that. So <laughs> that's cool. You like? Yeah, so you're a bourbon. You like this move the weeded. I like flavor. the weeded personally. Yeah. Um, just because I like that sweeter. Yeah. Um, I feel like the contradiction has a long finish on the back end. It does. So I prefer that myself. Um, I think Contradiction is transparent. I can drink it by itself and it's still delicious or I can put it on the rocks or I can mix it with something. So I like it to be transparent for the most part. Yeah. Plus it's the easiest proof that Smooth Ambler has. So I've never really tried whiskey until I started working there part time. And I started doing tours and tastings and I had to tell you how it's made and I have to tell you about what we have. And yeah. Then I started trying it and getting familiar with it and learning it. And I realized that it was more than a science. It was an art. And Very it's, true. It's, I mean, it's, I prefer the bourbon. I like the Hey, drink what you like. That's the number one tenant of this um, podcast. Drink what you like. If you... I feel like that rye has like the punch in the face. 
I like to get punched in the face. I don't like to get punched in the face. It ain't for me. Fair enough. You know, not not every. I'm gonna go on the record and say I don't like getting punched in the face, but I like the punch that Rod gives you. Yeah, I. That's the that's the very professional. Put that out there. Well, yeah, yeah. Don't anybody walking up to me just random. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) We don't want it. We're not trying to have any type of Johnny Depp, Amber Heard situation going on here. Right, right. right. Yeah, um, you know. Fun fact, because I doubt highly that they're going to listen to this, but uh, yeah, Amber Heard's crazy. But uh, <laughs> I just, I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, we can move on, stick to the verb, and we'll right. talk about that off the air. But uh, that chick crazy. Anyway, she but, really is. Yeah, but you know why? Because she doesn't like good bourbon. And I, you do. <laughs> she needs yeah. to drink more. Yeah, she needs, she needs something. She was throwing bottles, apparently. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna say we're gonna. <laughs> that's gonna be for the after hour. See, that's gonna be for the bars open uh, <laughs> after dark podcast. We'll talk about that later. So, <laughs> what about? So, let's talk a little bit about the smooth amber line since we got uh, both y'all on the program. Now. Uh, are there? There's what? Oh, I had this right on the tip of my tongue, and I was having a brain fart. Maybe I had. To, uh, how many different brands do well, the Smooth Ambler? You know, so anything we, anything we source has yeah. an Old Scout label on it. Right. Like old Scout bourbon, Old Scout rye. Um, so there's like seven? Then, you know, we have the Founders cast, wow. Founders yes. series. Um, that's, you know, that's the stuff in-house made, aged, aged there on site. Um, a lot of that's locally grown grain also. Which is always, it makes a difference. It really does. It does. It's it's funny. That's always kind of been a, a project of mine of trying to get as much local grain as possible. Um, not just for the, the, the aspect of, you know, the money locally, but because the area, you know, the ground and the grounds where the flavor comes from. You sure. can take the same variety of, of, of rye and grow it in four different regions in North America. You've got four different flavors. Yes. Um, and we've we've found that it you know that that region while, while it's hard to grow or grow small grains it does produce good good flavors yeah it, 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 it there is a definite taste that comes from the old scout smooth ambler um line um you can really distinctly tell you know all the old heads um of the kentucky region uh why i do respect and love their product um, I like the regional blends. Well, it's funny. You go back into the, the early 1900s, you can still find these old samples or old bottles every now and then of some of the the Maryland-style ryes, the uh, ryes that were made in the that Appalachian spine region. Right, right. And may have been aged three years and taste phenomenal. They do. And, you, you know, if you try to go back and it's, while it's hard to find out exactly what those guys were doing or how they were doing it, there's a lot of things you can look at and go, well, we can we can kind of, we can try that. And to me, I think a lot of it is the, the aging at a higher elevation. You know, we're sitting at 25, 2,600 feet, which don't sound like much, but oh, it, it, makes, makes, all the it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and we've, we've, we're seeing that rise aging in a slower aging environment are coming out with some just tremendous scope of flavors very full-bodied uh whiskeys so it's, it's you know, we're, we've been in this since 2009 but it's still very early on and what we're, what we're finding out oh yeah about our area 
Oh, I mean, uh, there's been people in the in the industry for hundreds of years. They're still uh, learning new things. Yeah, yeah which is a good thing. That's the great thing about a business like that. Yeah. And uh, what's the oldest aged bourbon I have? You know, on the top yet? So we we probably still have some some barrels that that are in that eight to ten range. Yeah, I would I would say. Yeah, I love that. Uh, because I love, and I got some friends. I'm looking over some questions some friends have asked me. Like, hey, do you have any more of the 10 year age dry? And uh, I think a buddy, he had got one bottle and he's looking for more. So there's there's some out there. There is some out yeah. there. And, and, you know, we, while that supply is very limited, it, it occasionally comes through where we have some of that 10 and 12 year old, you know, basically. Indiana rye, yeah, but damn, it was good whiskey. It really was. Oh I had gosh. it. I had it. Yeah, I, I've been unofficially doing the research on this for years. <laughs> Officially, yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever tried our old stout rye with age on it. What? I seriously, I've tried mm. a Boss, which is a very old scout. Which has, right. Oh, I don't even know yeah. what the age is, but it's like 19, sixteen, nine, nineteen, yeah. and some twenties. Oh wow, like nineteens, twenties. I've tried that, but I've never actually tried. Well, I can fix that. I got some twelve-year-old house. Okay. It's got some, it's some some body to it, man. It's just unreal. I, you know what? Um, don't challenge me with a good time. I'll, right. I'll drive up. I don't care. <laughs> there's, you know, there's 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 a few rides out there that, and I, you know, I'm I guess I'm stepping on any toes or anything, but. The E.H. Taylor ride Buffalo Trace produces is one of my favorites. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll find um, out. It just sucks how hard it is to find it now and the price it is. Yeah, we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah, but I've never tried to replicate that, but it is it is pretty, it's a lot of fun to see something you worked hard on achieve the same or close to the same accolades. Well, you definitely, as a multiple um, winners of awards of uh, the time, um, you're the, definitely on the on that path. Yeah, the founders, uh, Cash Strength Ride, yeah. just won a bunch of awards here recently, so that's that's been a great. I back. I encourage all my listeners to just go to the Smooth Ambler Old Scout website. Got a whole listing of that. Um, throughout the week, I'll put up a couple of uh, posts and links for the on the social media so that you can check it out on your leisure when you're just sitting back drinking um good old uh, contradiction or whatever whatever the product line is um i like i said i just love it it's uh this has definitely been just a, a journey with you guys and it's rare where you can get with a relatively like i said 2000 so like 12 years yeah about 12 years or so uh, 13 year bourbon. You get in there from the beginning, and uh, you knew you had a good product. And I've been—that's uh, about how long I've been seriously drinking bourbon. Yeah. Not just you know college days where I'm just <laughs> like, hey, you know, doing upside down cakes. Yeah, of course, we don't know anything about that, right? It right, Melissa? You never, is. yeah, you never done anything like that. Red, red stories. Yeah, it. yeah, I know. But, <laughs> But yeah, uh, I really got into this. I've been following you for a while. So, are there any expansion plans that you can tell me for uh, 
the company they uh plan on i know i don't i don't want to, there's nothing really set in stone but yeah. there is some there's chatter you know we, we're always talking about maybe maybe this maybe that um we've never had any any pushback from from our our parent company about it about future plans you know they've, they've supported us 100 percent. yeah so I, I do feel like that, that there's there's some good possibilities in in, in the foreseeable future that hopefully we can get something going but you know there's like everything else with a lot of uncertainty so there's nothing really set in stone uh, yeah it's not like you're opening a business and you're you know getting things going and then like a i don't know global pandemic starts and, yeah know. i mean who, yeah. you know, who knows monkeypox there's, there's all kinds of weird things coming out now who knows what's <laughs> yeah i saw that yeah the, it, it, yeah so hey but you know what get, got me through all of that um Oh, I mean, it was the perfect time to set at the house. Oh my God! I yeah, I had to stop for a month just to make sure I was okay because <laughs> yeah, and I am. So I was, I started yeah, well, I started drinking. I, I come on, yeah. Oh yeah, gained a few pounds. So I'll run tonight and tomorrow. So <laughs> I need to do some running, but hey, don't we all? Right. Uh, <laughs> So, what's your favorite um, cocktail? If you mix it, you got your product, you're like, hey, what do you mix? Are you just old, straight up old fashioned? He's an old fashioned. I like the old fashioned with a good rye whiskey. Yeah. I mean, God, you, my brother. You take oh a sweet God. drink, you take a good sweet drink, Swedish. Yeah, Swedish. Drink like an old fashioned and throw a good spicy rye in there. That does me every time. Love it. Do you do sugar cube or you go uh, simple syrup? Um, I've had both. Um, simplicity, I like the simple syrup. Yeah. Um, if it's done right, I like the I like the brush Agreed. Sugar cube. Agreed. Because it but, can be over sweetened with the sugar cube sometimes. Yeah, I just I, I I don't get anything out of the the grittiness of the sugar that's yeah. not dissolved, which is not a bad thing. But you know, I I normally go to simple syrup. You are, you are you on board with the smoked old fashioned? Or? I am. If done right, take your time. You know, not overdone. Yeah, um, I like a cool because when I'm not drinking um, bourbon, I'm going scotch too. So I and I like the peaty, so I like the smokiness. Yeah. So if you get some um, good hickory chips and get that smoke in there, it can really infuse it into the glass, into the drink. I'm I'm with that. Uh, the the little flash infusions in you know yeah. where it comes and goes you know take your time if you're gonna drink something if you're going to mix a drink take your time to do it right if not just drink it neat because most yeah. of the time I just drink it neat I'm not even gonna lie so that's I like to throw a little you know occasionally a little ice yeah open it up depends on board and uh, yeah yeah what's the highest proof you um, put out. Um, well, if 121. it's a, 121 yeah, yeah, cash, cash strength, yeah, yeah cash strength, you yeah. might see a 120, 120 plus. Yeah, I I've do seen like 123. That was like the highest. That yeah. was the um, the MGP single barrel raw four and five year. Yeah. Oh man, we're not pouring that tomorrow. Are we? No. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I will meet you in the back of the. <laughs> do not give that to the. No, I, get, I yeah. think it's. I think tomorrow. I think. I think it's the contradiction bourbon, contradiction pride, and uh, regular old scout. We'll be on the, on the ticket for this event. Yeah. Like, what's Atlanta? 
again, um, this is uh, going to come out right after the Charlotte Bear Bourbon Barbecue Festival. Um, this is a traveling show. Paul and Melissa get to go all around the beautiful uh, east coast of uh, America and see all you beautiful people. Um, everybody that's reached out to me, yeah, I am a big proponent because I uh, got to know the promoter and, uh, you know, president of that company, Greg Nevins, and uh, good Greg's, guy. Greg's a good guy. Yeah, good guy. They do a lot of good work. Yeah, he does. Um, so I'm a big fan of his. I'm always promoting all his uh, different events, but um, when they're in the area close to me, but... I, like I said, when I got the chance to meet um, Paul in Atlanta, I was like, I, I, first of all, I'm having you on the podcast. It's going to happen. So thank you. And um, just, you know, definitely get out there. Now, do you have any festival advice? Um, you've been to more than a few of these things. Uh, how do you, and it's pretty much going to be hot. So let's, uh, let's just give for the next festival. How would you advise someone to, you know, survive Pace yourself. Yeah. Eat first. Hydrate. Uh, hydrate. Hydrate. And yes. Pace yourself. Now, me, when it's mixing like this, it's beer and bourbon. I'm going to start off with the bourbon. So I'm going to get there. I'll be there bright and early. I'm going right to your to your trailer. I'm going to get uh, two or three drinks right off the top and then start going out. Going right. Y'all going to be the first people I hit. I'm going to tell you that. You got to build that base up. Yeah. You want to get that, then I'm going to, you know, mix it up with some beer and stuff. Then, like you said, hydrate, Get maybe get a little snack, hydrate again, and come back. So, if you eat a good breakfast, you should be fine. You should be, yeah. I'm a big boy, so I'm, uh, I'll, trust me, I'll be all right. <laughs> Save my first rodeo, but I do like to give um, the listeners a little um, advice here. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've seen some people come through that just, you know, heat exhaustion trade them. The exhaustion with the alcohol mix is not not good. Yeah, People passing out. Passing out. Okay. Best uh, best story you've um, seen on one of these things? You can you know you don't know these people, so you can tell. Well, probably Tampa. Of course, Tampa. Saint <laughs> Saint well, It's not as crazy as you think, but it, oh, it's, I've it's, been there. This is the common. This has been the common theme with with uh, going to some of these festivals, especially with contradiction. They walk into the trailer, they ask, well, what do you got? So you begin explaining to them what, what it is. Where are you from? Okay, then that just negates anything you just said because right. they, they don't think anything comes from West Virginia. Well, then you explain to them that the contradiction's a blend. First thing out of their mouth, I don't drink blends. I know, they don't know what they're talking about. Keep so just trust me, try. And you almost have to get them into a bet. Yeah. You almost got to get them to the point where they're ready to not really fight, but just bet you that they won't like it. And then they try it and then they love it. It's like, look, blends ain't what they used to be. Yeah. Blends, well, blends have come a long way. A long way. I mean, I love the, you know, I love my bottom bind. I love my straight, whatever. But blends are not only the way of the future, I, I think it's a better way because. It is because you, you can. You can almost go find exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. If you're a if you're a, a, a pipe tobacco saddle leather flavored person, somebody's gonna have a blend for that. Oh yeah. Oh, I. If had you're it. a black cherry uh, with a little bit of spice on the back end and an oily oily finish, somebody's gonna have a blend for it. Mm-hmm. So I think consumers are, are gonna be the big winners in this. Yeah. Really. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I just had a uh, interview with a winery. 
know, was talking about, you know, when before they just wanted the one type of grave and everything else. But because the world is what it is and how, you know, just availability, the wine industry, which has traditionally been very, you know, strict and everything, now going towards blends and some of the best wines and some of the best bourbons or whatever uh, are blends. That, yeah, the market so is correct. Definitely, yeah. definitely changing. Yeah. For the, for, the better, for the better. Oh, absolutely. But if that has been one of the most fun things to do at any of these festivals is watch people's reaction. <laughs> because they, they almost want to fight you over Yeah. Yeah, well, they think they know. They've been, you know, they read a couple of things and somebody told them, their daddy told them yeah. something. I that, do a lot of tours and tastings coming through Smith Ambler, and I'm here to tell you, there are some assholes. I don't know if I can say that on your podcast. Yeah, um, it's on the internet. It's all you. <laughs> it's good. They, there are, and because I'm a female and there's some men that come in there, I mean, sometimes they want to either, like, take over, they want to tell me about it. Yeah. And I'm like... Listen, listen, Yeah. <laughs> I okay. work here. This is what I'm supposed to do. All right, I I, I want to have this question. Okay, so we gotta we gotta pause for the cause, and we gonna I want to ask Melissa this question. Okay. All right, here you go. Okay, so you just opened up that uh, you can just opened up that can of worms. <laughs> What's the biggest chauvinist pig came in there and said you don't know what you're talking about, little girl? So, I actually got stuck doing a private tour that I didn't even want to do. Um, not that I don't ever want to do it, but I just could tell off the get that they were not very friendly, I guess is a nice yeah, way to say it. Uh, yeah, okay. And, you know, we were crazy busy in there, and, you know, I only work there part-time, so I'm kind of really just there to help everybody out. Gotcha. So, I was, you know, I took one for the team. I took one for the team. And they were a bunch of, like... You know, I'm from West Virginia, like, whatever. But there are a bunch of, like, col- polo-collared men. Oh, yeah. You know, like, hair yeah, slicked yeah, over yeah. to the side. The um, king of the, you know, do you know who my daddy is type of. And I'm yeah. probably being a little judgmental, and I probably shouldn't be. But when they open their mouth, I feel like I'm justified in saying that. Oh, no. I, I come across. I, I, I run across it all the time. So, like, I know, couldn't speak even. Speak the truth. But, I mean, I would try to go into a spill. You know, it's 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 repetitive. You say the same things over and over and over again. Yes. And, you know, I start doing my thing, and I get interrupted, and then he starts talking, and he's taking over the crowd. And, you know, I don't mind every once in a while because I want to engage. I want them to, com- you know, commerce with other groups and stuff. Right. That's part of it. you got to have a good time. But I'm also there to do a job, and I'm also on a time crunch. And I've right. got to take you through the whole, you know, distillery, and then – and on top of that, you know what you're talking about. I'd like to think so. Like I would, yeah, so. I know so. You're, you, they wouldn't have put you in this position if you didn't know well, what you're talking enough. about. Yeah, true enough. But, okay. <laughs> but I just, I, at the end of the, I didn't even do their tasting yeah. at this point. I was like, you know what, I'm done with it. I, I feel bad about it now, but. Whatever. You told them off. You know what? No, more power to you. Listen, I've, I've come across it. I've dealt with it. I'm like, hey, I may not be in the business, but I'm quote unquote professional drinker. So I've been doing this for a while and I know what I'm talking about when I tell you. If I don't know, I'll say I don't know. But. And here's the funny thing I actually had a couple people have argued with me saying that in order for it to be a bourbon, it has to be made in Kentucky. Oh, I and know. That, and that is so false. 
And I'm laughing because I'm looking, you know, because we've got these four windows in our tasting room. So when you're when you're in there, you know, looking at our swag or looking at whatever, you can see the column, you know, everything being distilled right there yeah. in front of you. And I, as I'm looking over there, I'm like, well, then I don't know what the hell we're doing here then. Yeah. I guess we're just being illegal. Yeah, I've had guys, I've had to pull up the walls. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've, oh, I've had. It, it can be made anywhere in 48. Sorry, I'm not yeah, I, and and the tuna, if yeah. it's U.S., yeah. yeah, you can make bourbon in Alaska, in Hawaii. If it's a U.S. Uh, thing, you can make. Oh, Brent, I would, this is a this is the inside, but Brent, you it doesn't have to be in Kentucky. This one, a friend who, you know, who introduced me to the whole old scout thing, and he was like, you know, it got to be made in Kentucky. Like, no, it doesn't. It has to have clients. So, no, it doesn't. Come on, yeah. Brent. Read yeah. up on it. I know. Thank you. Yeah, we've had this fight. Yeah, Brent. Rob's right, Brent. That's inside um, baseball. But <laughs> there you go. I'm glad you brought that up. So, with all that being said, <laughs> with all that being said, uh, bourbon, it's a um, it's a labor of love. And it's definitely our form. And I treat appreciate you guys that uh, are on the front lines making um, a wonderful juice and it's just you know yeah and we 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 greatly appreciate the people you know, not only just buy it, the people that really love it yeah across the board any 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 bourbon any 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 drink people generally love it yeah it's well, i can say that I, I i enjoy the relationships that i have made and the people I have met is a better yeah. way to say it. It's a great industry. Um, and conversations really that I have had with people because they've been so interested in the bourbon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, bourbon people, beer and bourbon people um, are usually the coolest people. Yeah. Usually, like I said, you get your, you know, you get your, you know who my daddy is tied. Yeah. But for the most part, and uh, listen, I was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Didn't know anything about beer. Start traveling around the world. Start learning about beer. Start learning about bourbons. Um, Virginia guy really got me on to bourbons and the different things, and and taught me the same Brent that I was talking about. That really got me into that next level, and it's because it's a very welcoming community. It is. It is. Yeah. And even on the, the the side of it, like from the manufacturers side of things, you can contact. The majority of, of any distilleries with a question, and they'll they'll do anything. The same with us. Anybody yeah. can contact us with a question, and we'll do what we can to help them out. Yeah. Hey, like I said, when I'm I just met you, like, who is this guy? Is this some drunk guy coming up to me? I'm like, dude, I love your product. I really do. I just want to talk to you and uh, say thank you for making it the same. Melissa. Thank you for you know putting up with all the uh, idiots of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, ninety-five percent of that job I enjoy. Yeah, I enjoy the people that hey. I work with. You know, Smooth Ambler is an awesome company. They've been very good to me over the years. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I, so oh, I love. There, it's it's more good than bad. I oh, of course, that, of course. There like are a few. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's going to be in anything. But yeah, I do love the product. I like you just make good juice. So right. I'll reach this out to you know all the powers to be. And say, hey, man, uh, yeah, just make good juice. I love the product, and uh, just keep doing your thing. Appreciate that. So, well, you know, what's the f- what future plans that you can tell me about uh, Smooth Al, Murray Old Style, Contradiction, uh, more Belle Day, 
Well, well, more, you know. You'll, as, as, as time goes on, you'll see more and more of our house-made products yeah. coming available. And, I, yeah. And some, but contrary, because the ride kind of came, well, hit this area kind of by surprise and just took over. I, I've been preaching that gospel since, uh, since you know, last year when I first yeah. had it. So, you know, on the, on the scale that we're at, you know, it's it's been not tough, but, you know, it only really makes so much, but. No, make but more. There's, there's, we're trying. Trust me, we're trying. And there's, as like I said, as time goes on, we have more and more stuff that will become five, six, seven, eight, ten yeah. years old. So you'll start to see more, more, uh, more coming out. Um, and um, especially in the rye line, yeah, the rye whiskeys, the rye bourbons. Um, we got some great weeders that we're letting age a little longer. Yeah, that one's my favorite, actually. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow, say less. Okay. It was a. Uh, it was originally called Big Level, and it was at a hundred proof, and it was twenty one percent wheat, and it was. I mean, it's by far the my favorite. I, Sweet. What do you call it? More cherry, more brown sugar, more, more maple. Maple, really? Maple. Okay. I got some maple off that. Um, I like. I, I like a, a long finish on the back end, like I was saying, but that you know the big level was it had a lot of heat yeah and as i was saying before i didn't like that punch in the face but that heat i did like hey you know sometimes it's just the right little blend that that's hit you perfect and that and a bitters uh smoked honey whiskey sour Ooh. that's the drink yeah. Woo. Was, just, oh my goodness yeah i, I haven't had drink. a smoked honey one in a while what you say drink, you say drink. I, I, I like that. Drink. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I got the NK out of that one. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, I promise not to take too much of the time. Um, these um, good people um, drove a long way to, you know, pour y'all some liquor. So get out there, support them. If you get to see Paul Melissa either at the uh, distillery or on tour somewhere, say hi. Tell them you heard it on the Bars Open podcast, and uh, they will say thank you. Yeah, you thought you were going to get something. No, <laughs> they will say thank you. But I, I really appreciate you two taking the time out of your this was a yeah, This was a hot 30 minutes, so I want to keep it like that. Close to that. A little on. A little Anyway, there you go. Anyway, um, support. Any, um, this time to plug something, um, smoothambler.com, oldscout.com. Yeah, visit the website. Check out the, uh, check out the swag, see what we got. Yeah, upcoming. upcoming, Really cool, yeah. Yeah, upcoming events. Um, there's, there's typically a ton of information on our website that can, uh, you know, we'll be doing an event somewhere near you, somewhere. Yeah. Facebook's good about keeping everything up to date as well. Instagram. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram. I'm following on all of them follow me i will happily link you to them if uh, i'll be posting about that all this week all next week so um i will definitely be there and uh you'll just see us out there thank you you too this thank was you. awesome thank you. again Enjoy remember it. you know they're not just smooth man but they're smooth criminals so they're gonna be <laughs> out there I want to just keep that joke going. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it was a good one. It was solid. I, yeah, I try. I was thinking about that all day. Like, how I'm going to introduce this. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, thank you. Remember, follow, like, support the Bars Open podcast. Um, don't forget to review. We're on literally everything Google, uh, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. If you got a podcast, I'm already on there. So just hit subscribe, leave a review. 
give us five stars, uh, give us four stars. You know what you are, a hater. Don't be that. <laughs> and uh, just, you know, keep it real. Remember, the bar is open. Thanks, guys.